guys, I'm Bethany. And I'm Kristen. And this is Looking for the Middle, the Christian girl's guide to modern dating. We are just two single girls trying to help you navigate dating well as Christian women. You did it! Yes! <laughs> we normally don't do the full intro for Couchcast. Because it's backwards. Yeah. I Wow. If y'all noticed, we do that intentionally. Yes, we, we do. S- we switch it for we the different episodes. We do nothing episodes. by accident around here. <laughs> and if you believe that, yeah. <laughs> then you have not been listening very long. <laughs> okay. But for real, Couchcast time. We've got our box. There's several topics in here, Kristen. I just whacked her with the box. Do the honors. I love when it's my turn. I do the dramatic shuffling. (laughs) Just pick one. Of the four pieces of paper. Okay. What does it say? Well, if I would unfold it correctly. Okay. This this will be a fun one. Is it okay to date someone in a different denomination? Yes. This was a listener question. It was. It's a good one. It's a great one. Bethany, what are your thoughts? Yes. It is okay. Will it always work? Maybe. I think it depends on which denominations you're talking about. It does. And here would be my, my like initial answer is find out what the person you are looking to date believes within that denomination. Not go to, I don't know, baptist.com. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) Presbyterian.org. I don't really know what the websites actually are. That's what it is. I really do. (laughs) Don't go to that and read all of the points of Baptists at large. Find out what the person themselves believes. Because one, nobody agrees with absolutely everything at their church or their denomination or anything like that. So it's important to get to the specifics of what they specifically believe. I said specific 28 million times there. (laughs) But I think that would be my first encouragement because you may find, well, you'll find one of two things. You're not as far off as you thought, or you're a lot further than you thought. Mm -hmm. It'll be one or the other. And so I think that would be the place to start. Don't get too caught up in labels. Use them as a kind of guideline. Mm -hmm. I am reformed Baptist. That's not going to mesh well with Pentecostal. Right. I know that at the label level. Mm -hmm. Now, within Presbyterianism, within Methodist even a little bit, there's some leeway there. Mm -hmm. But you have to, like, because I've talked to guys who were Methodist Mm -hmm. before. And I had to get at the very fine points of what they believe. Because there are some big differences between Baptist and Methodist. Oh, for sure. But what does that person believe? Yes. So I think, yeah. That... Yeah. And I'm going to look forward to, okay, are you believing these things just because your church is telling you or, and this is, you know, what you've been told to believe, or have you actually taken the time to get into scripture and figure out what you believe yourself? Sure. And I'm honestly kind of weary when I talk to someone initially about their faith and the first thing they bring up is their denomination. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, are you, what, what? That may not necessarily be a bad thing, but I'm like, okay, are you just identifying with the denomination Mm -hmm. or are you, you know, what's your intent behind that being the first thing you tell me? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan. I think those labels, they can be helpful in a big sense, but I think we get too narrow in trying to label too many things sometimes Mm -hmm. when I think they can cause unnecessary division. They can. And I am more concerned about what do you believe about the gospel, Mm -hmm. about salvation, about sanctification, those things, than the super, super fine points of really theologically deep 
things. Right. I'm not saying those aren't important. They are. And I appreciate what someone has thought about them. But and I think you have to be careful using this phrase too. Don't major on the minors. Mm-hmm. I, and I say you have to be careful because I think a lot of times things people lump into that minor quote unquote category aren't. I totally agree. So I think you have to be careful, but it's not a non-starter. If we're talking about dating someone of a different denomination, you just need to ask good questions and know what know for yourself mm-hmm. what is really important to you. Not because it's just important to you, but from your study and understanding of scripture, what things are absolutes that can't work together? Exactly. And if it's not those things, then go ahead. Yeah. I think another thing to consider, too, is because, okay, let's, this this is very futuristic thinking here, but if y'all get married, how is church going to work? Yeah. Because you're not going to go to separate churches. That's not healthy. I have had people ask about that, and I, that's Mm. never okay. Yeah, no. I am a firm believer in going to church as a family. 100%. So I think that's a conversation worth having if it gets serious enough Mm -hmm. to be like, okay, well, are you willing to come to my church? Am I willing to go to your church? There's also nothing wrong with finding a totally different church. Exactly. And my mom was raised independent Baptist, super conservative. Mm -hmm. My dad went to a Methodist church growing up, which is not as conservative. Mm -hmm. They now go to a Southern Baptist church. So there's different options you have here, but I think that's a conversation worth having if you get serious enough that you need to discuss. Yeah. And yeah, there's nothing wrong with picking a totally separate church that is now going to be your church as a couple, as Mm -hmm. opposed to your church that he attends or his church that you attend. Mm -hmm. Like you can create that identity within the church as a couple. Yes. Does that make sense? Yes. I think another, you were talking futuristic and made me think about this. Another thing that for me, and I think I've said this before when I'm evaluating, okay, is this point something that is okay? Can we work on this? Can, we may not totally agree, but is it doable? Is, okay, looking down the road, you're married, you have kids. Is it something that you would be comfortable with him teaching your children mm. his view on whatever that is? Yes. So again, back to salvation. The gospel, sanctification, who is God, who is, you know, Jesus, what is worship? Those kinds of things Mm -hmm. are a whole lot bigger than some other things. So, yes, if you sit down and think, okay, in five years, we have a couple of kids and he is teaching them X. Will you be able to support Mm -hmm. that? Yeah, that's a great point. Because you cannot come back and undermine what he's teaching your children. No. Like if, if that's what it would come down to, mm-hmm. oh, well, he could teach him that and then I'll show him later. Yeah. You are just setting yourself up for a world of hurt there, I think. <laughs> yes. And so I guess if we want to sum all of that up to answer the question, I don't think there's anything wrong with dating somebody in a different denomination, but I think you go into it. I mean, granted, when you get to know somebody, unless you meet them at church, <laughs> you're going to have questions about their faith sure. anyways. So it's more important, I think, that you're asking good questions about their walk with the Lord. You're figuring out what their convictions are. You're figuring out if they have spent time in scripture to figure out what they believe and why they believe it. Not just because I grew up and everybody told me this was right or this is what my parents mm-hmm. believe. And so I just kind of adopted, you know, that's fine. What Not fine, but it, that's one thing when you're growing up and you're developing sure. your faith. But as an adult... There should be some establishment of your own beliefs and your own convictions on your own at this point. And that is the most important thing I think Mm -hmm. you should be looking for in regards to what Bethany was talking about with 
the majors. Yeah. Well, and I think, too, I know I said in the beginning, find out what they believe, not as much what the denomination as a whole says. But you should be familiar enough with that denomination to know general big things where it differs from yours so that you can ask about those specific things. And he will most likely be doing the same thing. He'll know where those differences are. So you should be knowledgeable enough that you can have a conversation and say, hey, I know typically this kind of church, Methodist, Presbyterian, Baptist, whatever it is, believes this. What do you think about that? Or I think this, like, how do we differ on this? Like, bring Mm -hmm. those things up and talk about them. Yeah. And I think talk about them sooner maybe than you would otherwise. Like, if you go to the same church, you're not necessarily, I think you should still talk about things. Mm Because like I said, no one sits in a church and agrees with 100% of what is said or done there. So you should talk enough to find out where those disagreements are, even within your own church. But especially if it's from a different denomination, be familiar enough that you can have those conversations and have them early enough that you're not tempted to compromise on things that are those big things. If you wait until you're a few months in and you're attached and there's a lot of emotion involved, you're going to be tempted to say, well, is that really that important? It is. I completely agree. And one last piece of advice I'll give is speaking from experience. (laughs) If you're talking about your faith and you're asking him questions about what he believes, try to ask those questions without first volunteering what you believe. Because if you have somebody who's really just trying to make this work, they may say things just to cater to what you believe. Because they want to impress you. Because they want to impress you and they don't want to mess anything up and they don't want you to walk away. Yeah. So... Really try to ask those questions. And totally have that balance yeah, there. open-ended of, what do you think? And you don't have to be secretive or anything. No. But just try to open it up to where he will tell you what he thinks without any sort of bias or prompting from what you've already said. Yeah, and I would just say, keep in mind as you're doing that, he's probably going to look for the same thing. Definitely. So there are going to be times where you do need, like, it's not like if you say something and then you agree it's automatically oh well he's just saying that like you can say some but have that give and take there of like don't always just say here's what I think about this what do you think Mm -hmm. let him answer that first and he was going to be doing the same thing as well looking for you to really elaborate and verbalize what you believe unprompted by what he says so yes I think that is a good note to end on I agree perfect oh and one other fun thing for you guys tomorrow Kristen and I have a little road trip we're going on. So we've got like, what, five and a half hours in the car? Yeah, so we've got hours in the car and we would love to chat with you guys. So what we're going to do is tomorrow morning when we hit the road, we will put a, what is it, like a question box Mm -hmm. in our stories on Instagram. So y'all come ask us questions and we will answer them as we drive. And by we, I mean Kristen, because I'll be driving and being a good driver and not using my phone. Yes, I'll just get Bethany's input, yes. but I will be the designated typer. Perfect. So this will make our trip that much more fun if we get to talk to you guys. Exactly. So see, you're doing us a favor. Exactly. Awesome. So anyway, we'll talk to you tomorrow. But until then, I'm Bethany. And I'm Kristen. And this is Looking for the Middle. Mm-hmm.